Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Sage Sayers. I'm your show host from New Zealand and based in the fine state of Wisconsin, Debbie McCullough. I'm an executive communications coach and a narrative coach. It's my pleasure to bring the Sage Sayers to you each week with some executive communications tips and strategies and stories from interesting individuals from all over the world who found gifts, opportunities, and knowledge from challenging situations. This week's podcast is drawing actually for some beautiful lessons that I've received from a lovely book, Joy at Work, by Marie Kondo and Scott Sonnenshin. Sonnenshin. It's a delightful book published in 2020 by the tidying expert and then the best-selling author, Scott Sonnenshin, who's also an organizational psychologist. And I found timely advice within this book around how to stay calm and centered, how to organize our workspace in ways that spark joy, but also how to organize our life and schedules and our priorities in ways that allow us to focus better, feel calm, and centered. So this week's podcast, I'm reading from my blog from the Hanging Rock Coaching blog this week, a review that I've done of this Joy at Work book, Organizing Your Professional Life. So the first step really with that Marie Kondo and Scott Sonnenshin recommend is to tidy with commitment. So as you're to reap the rewards of this book, you really must embrace Marie's core philosophy that joy, calm, and peace comes from tidying up. Also to tidy up your work area and know that this might require time and emotional commitment, but the rewards are huge. I've adopted quite a few of the techniques already, and I'm feeling a really big shift in my ability to focus, to stay calm, to stay centered, but I would also say a big shift in my ability to detach from work. And that is something many clients are telling me they're struggling with, especially from working from home. So what is the time commitment for tidying where you work, your workspace? It's not as robust as the popular Netflix hit show, Hiding Up with Marie Kondo, showed. It's not weeks and months, but I would commit to around 20-minute intervals over several days to see the results. Now, there's multiple incentives to incentivize us to tidy our working area. And Marie, of course, suggests using that five-step KonMari method, which is well worth trying. But here are the big incentives that I that really got me on board with this effort, including gaining back time we lose when looking for lost items, feeling calmer, more centered and on purpose versus triggered and busied by the mess that we see around us, but also feeling that more, that harmony that joy from creating boundaries with work. And I would also say you're not visually triggered as much once you declutter your workspace. I now pack my laptop daily away daily. I put it out of view when my workday is complete. 
And I find this has been hugely helpful for me in the evenings. And as a result of the learnings from this book, I'm also scheduling daily bliss time rather than just keeping it for my weekends only. Here's another tip, tidy your tech. So the book Joy at Work advises us how to reduce your emails, reduce your apps and organize your documents all using this minimalist approach. The way Kondo recommends and Sonnenschein recommend we reduce and organize our documents comes from asking yourselves a few questions. As you're going through your digital documents, ask yourself, do I need this document to get my job done, guide or inspire future work, spark joy within? And if you can answer no to all questions, then delete it. It's pretty full on, but it is very powerful. I am not all the way through with it, but it is very powerful exercise. And then because your desktop extends to your workspace, organize that area well, also with only the things you need right away. Marie recommends perhaps maintaining three files on your desktop, one titled Photos, one titled Documents, and the other Joy. The next tip is to tidy your activities and your social media. For true joy at work, we must also tidy our schedule, our priorities, and our time. And I found this idea just lovely. Kondo writes, by discarding the tasks that don't spark joy and adding those that do, you will make your work much more rewarding. To get there, Kondo recommends avoid saying yes to every outing or meeting. Manage meetings to become standing only, shorter, and with an agenda, and only attend the meetings where you believe you bring true value. Another way to tidy your activities is create clean space on your calendar to think deeply and to spark creative ideas. Kondo writes that this type of thinking tends to be our most creative because we're not constantly judging ourselves. I found that insight really interesting because I believe she is completely right there. When we have clean space, we're not judging ourselves. Next step, do joyous activities every day, not just for the weekend, and spend less time on social media. Connor recommends striving for fewer followers and social media outlets. So look at your work and look at your business, and look at your and your mission. What is it you're trying to achieve? And as you take that inventory of what it is you want to achieve and how social media fits within your goals, you may well find that you are better spending your time going for a smaller network of meaningful connections on fewer social media networks, maybe just the ones where your niche clients live or your ideal customers live and and do that rather than gather a gazillion of strangers across a gazillion social media networks which can become so exhausting and time consuming so those are the main takeaways and here's what I loved about this book which is a delightful quick read beautifully edited beautifully organized 
joy at work remains applicable even when many of us are working from home. So the publishing date I mentioned is July 2020, but I still felt it was very applicable and it has not dated in spite of the fact many of us are working from home. I enjoyed that Kondo shared her own vulnerability with her own struggles from overload, stress and busy times of her life, which and we all know what that feels like and how that can extract joy from all of us. But then again, she zoomed out and showed how organizing her time, how she worked and making time for bliss had really helped her get back on track and reduce that feeling of overwhelm. And I enjoyed the case studies where different clients who'd taken that KonMari technique and used Marie's services from consultants or her own consulting found that they, by organizing their workspace and their work life, drove such big changes on how they felt about themselves, their work, and improved how they communicated too. So highly inspirational book, kudos to the authors. And when you're feeling ready, grab the book or read my blog and try incorporating some of these techniques to help you spark more joy with how you work and how you feel at work. Thanks for listening. It's a pleasure being here with you tonight. Take care and I'll speak with you next week. Bye for now. Ooh.